0: This life And I cross the river Someone hands me a microphone I did not make it <laughs> Praise the Lord Praise the Lord Well we're going to preach anyhow God's good You can be seated just for a minute I, I, I just want to First of all thank you so much for taking the time to pray for my sister Judy and uh, she got to go home today from the hospital. Uh, We was with her yesterday and several days, the past few days and they had found a mass in her liver that was two inches by three inches by three inches and it turned out to be a sarcoma, which is a type of cancer. And so it was in the right lower lobe and they was planning on doing a right lower lobe resection uh, yesterday. So they did several different tests and the lungs and the the bone and and the uh, colon and the esophagus and all those things were clear, which was very good. And so uh, they wanted to go ahead and do a PET scan before they did the surgery on Tuesday. So Monday they did a, a PET scan. And when they did, the PET scans showed several more satellite lesions that the MRI didn't show that was in the liver. And because of that, uh, they said she wasn't a candidate at this time, if I understand it right, for that for that surgery. And so it actually showed up some around the lymph nodes also. And so they had, if I understand this right, I, I hope I'm telling it right, but they had diagnosed her as a stage four metast- metastatic sarcoma. And so <clears throat> they're going to want to send her a few days on down to Vanderbilt and let them look at her down there for a second opinion and make sure what they're looking at and they're waiting for some... Final reports from the Mayo Clinic exactly what kind of cancer it is But So we just desire your prayers And I talked to her yesterday She said, yeah, tell the church what's going on So they'll know how to pray So I know she'd appreciate your prayers And you know, what's cancer to God? Amen Amen, Amen. we serve a God that raises the dead Amen amen. So I just wanted to share that with you So if you'll stand with me tonight And you have your Bibles We want to turn to Exodus chapter 15 Starting at verse 11 And then we want to drop from 11 down to verse 18. And may the Lord richly bless you. We count it an honor to be here with you. And always good to be home, to be with the home folks. And so we just trust something to be said tonight to help you and encourage you. And you say, well, Brother Darrell, there's a lot of sickness and there's a lot of needs. And, but there's not a need we heard tonight that's, that's, that's greater than our God. Amen. So we don't, look, we don't look to the storm. We look to the sun. Amen. And we believe him tonight. So may the Lord richly bless you. Exodus chapter 15. Starting at verse 11, the Bible says this Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? Doing wonders. Verse 18 The Lord shall reign forever and ever. For the horse of Pharaoh ran in with his chariots and with the horsemen into the sea. And the Lord brought again the waters of the sea upon them. But the children of Israel went on dry land in the midst of the sea. And Miriam and the prophecies, the sisters of Aaron, took a timber in her hand. And all the women went after her with the timbers and with dance. And Miriam answered them, sing ye to the Lord. For he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea and they went out into the wilderness of Shur. And they went three days in the wilderness and they found no water. And when they came to Marah, they could not drink of the waters of Marah for they were bitter. Therefore the name of it was called Marah. And the people murmured against Moses saying, what shall we drink? And he cried unto the Lord. And the Lord showed him a tree which when he had cast into the waters, the waters were made sweet. Amen. There he made for them a statue and an ordinance. And there he proved them. And said, if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God and will do that which is right in his sight and will give ear to his commandments and keep all his statues, not just the ones you want, but all his statues. I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. I've got high blood pressure, Brother Darrell, but I'm the Lord that healeth i've got arthritis i've got glaucoma i've got sugar diabetes i've got cancer but i'm the lord that healeth thee amen amen may the lord have the blessing to the reading of his word let's bow our heads i want to speak to you tonight on a few minutes on sweet water in a bitter land sweet water in a bitter land heavenly father we bow before you this evening. And Lord, your word just speaks to our hearts. And we are so grateful, Father, that it's not just a book of history, even though it is a book of history. But Lord, this word that we read tonight is more than a history book. It's a love letter to your children. And Lord, we receive the things that thou have spoken to us from your word you are our healer our deliverer our strength and our joy and father god i know lord there's needs tonight not only in this congregation but around this nation and across the world of your people suffering but father god we believe what thy word says i am the lord that healeth thee so father we only look to that promise for every man's word is a lie and thy word is true bless you children tonight lord Heal the sick that are among us, God. Those on the prayer list tonight, Father. Those that are, God, that have these written requests. Oh, Father, may we hear the reports this week that you moved upon every need, God, and answered the prayer because that's the kind of God that you are. You step, Lord, down into where we're at and bring us to where you're at. Thank you for all you've done for us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And the saint says, Amen. God bless you. you. may be seated tonight. You know, our scripture tonight opens with a decoration to how great our God is. And I'd like to say tonight that he is. Our God is a great God. Amen. There is no God like our God. People will worship ball players, They'll scream at country singers and sit dead in the church. But I want you to know tonight that our God is worthy of our praise. He's worthy of an amen. There is no God like our God. Our God, he is God. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. There's many gods in the world today, but there is no God like our God. Isaiah says it this way. Remember the former things of old, for I am God. And there is none else. I am God, and there is none like me. There is none like me. Yet there's many gods in the world today, but there is none like our God. You know, David Siler said one time, and it always stuck with me, and I believe he was over in India, and he saw a man take some wood or brass, and he fashioned himself out of God. And Brother David said, I watched that man sit down, and will set that God down, and worship the God that he made with his own hands. But Brother David said, as I was watching him, I begin to think I'm so glad that I don't worship a God that I made with my hands, but I worship the God that made me with his hands. Amen. Hallelujah. He is the true and the living God. Amen. I'm so glad that's the God that we serve tonight. Not a dead God, not a God of stone, not a God that we pray to and cry to and tell our troubles through, but he has no ability to answer back. But we serve the God tonight who is our healer. He is our deliverer, amen. He's a sustainer of our souls. Not a God of someone's imagination. But we serve the God tonight who's able to answer back. We serve the living God tonight. He is almighty. He is all powerful. He is full of mercy. His love is everlasting, amen. There is no God like our God tonight. We can cry out to him and he hears our cry. He sees our tears. Our God has the ability to not only hear us, but to answer back. Praise um, the Lord. Praise the Lord. He has the ability to answer back. Yes. Amen. 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 Jeremiah 33.3 3 says it this way. Call unto me, and I will answer thee. Not could be, not maybe, not hope so, not if I hold my hands right, not if I say, come on somebody, not if I say fancy words. But God said, if you call unto me, I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Amen. Jonah, in the belly of a whale, if there was ever a man who had symptoms, there's never been anybody that's had more circumstances against him than this man Jonah. Is anybody here tonight ever been swallowed by a great fish? And yet he was swallowed by a great fish. And what did he say in the midst of that fish's belly? He said, I cried unto the Lord. I wasn't in church at an altar. I was in a fish's belly. But I cried out unto God. Amen. I cried by the reason of my affliction unto the Lord. And he heard me out of the belly of hell, I cried. And thou heardest my voice. Amen. Amen. David says in Psalms, in my distress I called upon the Lord. I cried unto my God and he heard my voice out of his temple and my cry came before him even into his ears. Who is like unto thee, O God, among the gods? Who is like thee glorious in holiness, fearful in praise, doing wonders, a wonder working God not a God that can only do something when the prophet was here not a God that can only do something in the days of Pentecost with the restoration of the gifts but a God who's alive tonight who is the same yesterday today and forever well I don't have a but brother Darrell we don't have a rushing wind we don't need a rushing wind tonight we've got the promise of God amen Hallelujah, emotions will lie to you, sensations will lie to you, goosebumps will lie to you, but the word of God will never lie to you. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Fearful in praises, doing wonders, doing wonders, and wonders is what he did. When he brought his children out of bondage, with a mighty hand, he drowned Pharaoh's army in the sea the greatest army at that time with the greatest soldiers, the greatest weapons, the best horses, the best chariots. And what happened to them? The God by his mighty hand drowned them in the Red Sea. He proved that every God of the Egyptians was a dead God. And that he was the true deliverer of his people. And when Miriam saw her enemy was dead, she just folded her arms and nodded her head. Said, well, that's, that's pretty good. That's... No, no, no. The Bible says she got into the spirit. She grabbed up a tambourine and went up and down the bank dancing. The prophet said that's kind of shocking, isn't it? Dancing and beating a tamarind, and the daughters of Israel followed her, beating tamarinds and dancing in the spirit. If that ain't an old fashioned revival, I don't know nothing about it. Victory. What was it? It was victory in the camp, amen. There lay those dead ones laid up on the bank, washed up on the bank. The ones that had bothered them, the ones that had ravished them, the ones that had treated them like dogs, laying there on the bank, drowned by the hand of God. Brother, to dance. I tell you, brother, when I get to heaven, I'm really going to dance. I'm really going to shout. I'm really going to have a good time. That's wonderful. I can't wait to see that. that. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I can't wait to be there that day. The prophet said, this is the quietest place you'll ever live. I can't wait to get there that day and see the excitement and the joy. But I say to you, if you can see the promises of God, if you can see that those promises are for you, are for you if you can see that he's your healer and here's your, your deliverer, if you can see he's done spoke us in a rapture, if you can see we have a pillar of fire, if you can see we have a prophet messenger, if you can see that we're in an exodus, I say we can shout now. We can dance now. Our enemy is defeated. I said, our enemy is defeated. Well, you say, he don't act like it, neither does a snake when you cut its head off. Huh? Little boy come out of the house, sucking on a lollipop. And he walked out in the yard and his daddy found a rattlesnake in the garage, cut its head off, threw it out there in the yard. And the boy come out of the house and walking, you know, just, he go, dead. There's a snake out here in the yard. Said, don't worry son i've killed it dad this must be another snake this one's moving yep. oh no son it's the same snake his head's over there his body's over there it's the same one son he's dead i cut his head off he said "Well, Dad, he don't know it And sometimes, oh hallelujah, sometimes you need to remind the devil, you're defeated. You need to remind the devil, he broke your back in Calvary. You're nothing but a bluff. You have no hold on me. You You don't even have the keys to your house. Now we're dealing, the prophet said, with a defeated enemy. Sickness is defeated. Right. Death is defeated. Hell is defeated. Everything is defeated. Oh, my, he said, I wish I was twice my size. Now, maybe I feel twice as good. We are disputing with a conquered enemy. Right. Well, brother, now the devil said this, and the devil said that, and the devil told me this this week. And do you know what you're doing? You're conversing with a conquered enemy. Right. Oh, amen. amen you say but brother Darrell I'm the least one in the church I'm just the soles of his feet yeah. I'm so glad you said that because I found a quote and the prophet said you know when I first started preaching they said if you want to be successful brother Joe say what the prophet said and I find the more I say what he said the more trouble I get into yeah. mostly from preachers right. but here's what he said is it all right to, if I quote what he says? You say, Brother Brandon, I'm the least one. That's the soles of his feet. But remember, he's triumphed with you, triumphed with you over every bit of it. Even if you're the soles of his feet, every sickness, every devil, every power, even death itself is under your feet. It's under you, glory. I don't feel like I was 52 this morning. This is the truth. This is the truth. If I can just get the church to see that, brother, we'll be a triumph church. Believers in him, all evil, all evil, all evil is under your feet. Oh, look at your feet tonight. You know what's under them? Every devil. Come on, somebody. Every sickness. Oh, hallelujah. It's under my feet. Hallelujah! Amen. on the banks of the Red Sea. They were having a hallelujah big time. You can't tell me that you can see an ocean part in front of you and walk over on dry land and see the army that's chasing you drown behind you and not get excited. Amen. Huh? Amen. They were having a hallelujah. They was home. I, I tell you, I remember that do you remember the day the Lord found you? Do you remember that day when the Lord came to you and revealed to you that you belong? Do you remember how happy you were? What happened? We need to remember. Sometimes it's good to slow down and remember where we come from. When they saw that their enemy was defeated, they had a hallelujah big time, shouting and dancing and worshiping God. Even Moses sang in the spirit. A great victory. Uh You remember when the oh no, I know you don't remember. I don't even remember. I wasn't born. But you look at history. That when they surrendered, when the, the Germany, and then they turned their attention towards Japan. And when Japan surrendered and the war was over. That was victory. Oh, my. You can go back and look at New York City. The ticker tape parade and all the things that they were doing when it was declared. We got the victory. And that's the way they were when they realized the one that beat them, the one that afflicted them, would do it no more forever. Oh, oh Satan, you're under my feet. You're under my feet. Amen. He ain't treading on you. The devil ain't treading on you. You're treading on him. Here they go through the wilderness. They're on their journey. Where are they headed? To the promised land. Marching, following the message of the prophet, following the pillar of fire, on their way to the promised land, being led by a God who cannot fail. The God that was leading them just parted the Red Sea and destroyed Egypt. And a three days journey, being led by a God who cannot fail. And after three days' journey, they find their first test. They find themselves in a desert place with no water. Three days they marched, all the families, all their cattle, all the mules, all their animals, every, their children, their wives, everything they had. A single day in the wilderness without water would have been tolerable. Two days would be difficult, but three days would almost be impossible, especially for the children, the little ones, the animals. And after three days, Brother Joe, of no water. Brother David, no water walking through the wilderness. I'll never forget when I was in the Army. We were going on maneuvers. I was supposed to fill up my canteen, but I didn't get a chance to do it. It was when I was in basic training. I was in Fort Sill, Oklahoma. It was in August. Hot. I got out there without water. I've never been so thirsty in all my life. Somebody i would never seen in my life, I've asked them to give me water from their canteen. And they wouldn't do it. Three days, that was just a few hours. But I was so thirsty, my lips, my, my tongue was so thick. When I got water, I drank like I'd never drank before. But here's three days in the wilderness, in a desert place. And after three days of no water, all of a sudden someone yells out, water, there's a fountain of water. And when that declaration went through the camp, immediately everybody's hearts was lifted up. Everybody was singing, we're one of them, we're one of them. I'm so glad that I can say I'm one of them. And they begin to run towards the water. And maybe the kids were breaking rank, heading towards the water. And the animals begin to smell it. And they broke rank and begin heading towards the water. And the one that gets there first, he runs up. He gets down. He takes the water. <clears throat> yeah. Get back. Get back. Get the kids back. It's bitter. It's bitter. <laughs> we can't drink it. Think about it, think about it. Three days with no water they would have drank anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just a few hours with no water, I was willing to drink from a canteen of someone I never saw in my life. Right. Right. Dire situations will make you do things you never thought you would do. In this situation, they would have drank anything, but God made this water so bitter that they could not drink it. And let me say, sometimes God will make a trial so hard, he'll make the water so bitter that you can't accept nothing less than a miracle. That he will make the trial so hard, so difficult, the water so bitter, that there will be nowhere else to look yes, sir. but him. Amen. I'm talking about a desolate land. I'm talking about desert places. Think about it. The disappointment of finding water only to realize it's bitter. That would only make the situation worse. It would almost be better to find no water at all yeah. than to find water, to have your hopes lifted up, and to have them ripped out from under you when you realize you cannot drink the water. To be so thirsty. I'm about to kill myself. (laughs) To be so dry, the dust from the desert, the sweat, the weariness, to find water. And it's so bitter, you can't drink. To hear your children say, Mama, please. Please, Mama, let us have some of that water. No, honey. Mama can't let you drink it, babe. It's not good for you. Mama, please, no, listen to me. Don't drink that water. Why would he do that? Why would God lead us to water and it be bitter? We're his people, we follow his message, we listen to Moses the bitter water they cried out a bitter land a bitter land they called the place Marah. a bitter land but think, think about this. Just three days before, they were singing, shouting, dancing, yeah. singing how great their God was. Yeah. Just three days. Yeah. Just Sunday, just Sunday. Yeah. Shouting, singing, and rejoicing. Yeah. And by Wednesday, yeah. so. murmuring. Complaining. Scared. Upset. How soon they forgot the Red Sea revival. Ain't it something how we let our emotions control our reactions? You know, some people... You can tell when they're up, and you can tell when they drowned right. yeah. by how they act in church. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Maybe you should have preached tonight, buddy. <laughs> Think about it how soon they forgot the Red Sea revival, yeah. how quickly their countenance changed. When they arrived at Morah, the bitter land, how soon they changed. And it's in those moments, it's in those moments of time when the doctor says, I'm sorry, there's nothing we can do. Yeah. When you lose your job, when the bitterness comes in your marriage, right. disappointments and situations, turns against you. It's those moments in time that Satan likes to take advantage and start spewing out his lies. Amen. Huh? Can you imagine the lies that tempted to overtake them? When Satan began to speak to them, this God of yours, Delivered you out of Egypt, where you had food, you had water to drink. And he brought you out of that and brought you three days in the desert to die and to tempt you with water that you can't even drink. Some God's your servant, some cruel God. And it's in that moment when Satan begins to spew out his lies that so easily play on our feelings and our emotions. It's that moment that every fear surfaces. And it was at that moment that all they saw, all they saw was death. It was a bitter situation indeed. Think about that. You see, the devil, he only wants you to see the x-rays and the MRIs, the drug addictions. He only wants you to see the marital situation, the fear, the pain, the no way out situation. He wants you to see the storm, but not the sun. He wants you to see the bars of a prison door, but he don't want you to see that it's open. I said he doesn't want you to see that the prison door is open. That's what he wants you to see. He wants you to see the problem, but not the solution. The storm, but not the sun, the S-O-N. How do you know that, Brother Darrell? Because I've been there. Amen. So this brought him to this situation, Brother Darrell. But think about this. Have you, have you ever thought about this? If he can take one water problem and fix it,
1: yes,
0: can't he take another water problem yes. and fix it? Right. You see, the Red Sea, <laughs> the Red Sea, and the bitter water was both water problems. That's good. Right. Right. <sighs> if he took care of the water problem at the Red Sea cannot he take care of the water problem in the land of bitterness what are you saying? I'm saying this if he can heal cancer of skin cannot he heal cancer of the bone cancer of the liver, cancer of the breast, cancer of the brain if he can bring one prodigal son home cannot he bring all prodigal sons home if he can restore one marriage, cannot he restore all marriages? If he delivered you once, if he delivered you once, anybody who ever been delivered? If he done it once, cannot he do it again? I say tonight, yes, he can. But all they saw was death, right. bitter, undrinkable water in a desert place, and it caused them to murmur against Moses. Yeah. Just three days before, shouting the victory. And now they're up in the same world. God, think about it. The same ones that was running the aisle. Right. Yeah. Was now in Moses' face saying, what are we going to drink? Right. Yeah. Run in the what are we doing here? It's good. It's good. Good you see, God was leading him to the promised land that he said was already theirs. Well, if God was bringing him to a promised land... Why didn't he bypass this land of bitterness? But he didn't bypass it. He led them right straight to it. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. The problem was the Israelites didn't see a way. They didn't see a way around this problem. Yeah. But God did. Yeah. Yeah. The test was for the Israelites. was a question of faith in what they couldn't see. You see, if you understand everything that's going on, that ain't faith, that's knowledge. But we don't serve God by knowledge, we serve Him by faith. We look to the unseen, and many times He asks us to walk a path that He doesn't reveal to us. But you've got to remember, He is still in control. He has never lost control. Never, never, ever has He ever. Lost control. They didn't see that. The test for the Israelites was a question of faith in what they couldn't see. But you see, without the bitter water there would have been no opportunity for God to perform a miracle that day. He is the God of wonders. But if there was no bitter water, there would have been no wonder. Right. Right. Oh, God. Are you seeing the picture? Without the bitter water, there's been no opportunity for God to perform a miracle. The most difficult situations in our life are opportunities for God to do miraculous things and to turn our bitter situations sweet the desert places in our life, the bitter lands in our life. is just an opportunity for God to show you just how great he is. You see, when Jessica was blind and God opened her eyes, I told her God would provide a lamb for her eyes, and he did. He opened her eyes and someone bought Jessica a lamb because they heard what the Lord did for her and they wanted her to have a little lamb. Well, the lamb was free, but the electric fence to put him in was about 200 bucks. So I put it up and I turned it on and I was sitting there after I put, oh my God. I was sitting there after I put put that fence up and turned it on, drinking water, sweating a little bit. And I thought, I wonder if it's on. So I took the water poured it on the fence. I'm here to tell you, don't do that. Do not. If you don't hear anything, if you don't get anything out of this message, you get that, do not pour water on an electric fence when you're sitting on the ground. So I told Jessica, I said, now, Kai, she's just a little old thing, four-year-old, five, something like that. I said, now, Kai, listen to daddy. If you want to touch that fence, you tell daddy, I'll turn it off and you can Go through the fence and pet the lamb. I said, but if you touch it while that red light is on, it'll shock you, honey. I said, it'll burn you. Do you understand? Yes, daddy. Yes, daddy, I understand. Intellectual conception. Right. Right. God's a healer. Intellectual conception. Sure. Sure. So I was out there working on a tractor that I had at that time. And all at once I heard Kai go, "Wow. Sir sure was on the front porch. I said, honey, better go see about her. She's got into that fence. So I thought, you know, maybe she needs some daddy's loving. So I, I left the tractor, you know, crawled through the barbed bar, wire, went down there where she's at. Little old thing, big old blue eyes, had her hand like this. She's holding it like that, tears coming down her face. And she said, she looked up at me, she said, don't touch that wire, daddy, it's hot. You see, before, it was me telling her. But after she experienced it, right. after she experienced the shock, it was her It was her telling me. And God can tell you, I'm a great God. I'm a big God. I'm your healer. And you might say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, I believe that. Intellectual conception. But get sick and watch God heal you. Oh, hallelujah. Then you can tell the world, I was blind, but now I see. I couldn't walk, but now I can. The cancer disappeared out of my body. Hallelujah. It's not him telling us this. It's us telling the world. Amen. 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 The murmurings, the murmurings against Moses made Moses cry out to God. Yes, sir. If you want to have your morale bitterness healed, then you have to take your case in prayer. To God Amen. You see, God begins by making us begin. I know you didn't get that because you got off quiet. But he's an answering in God. He's a prayer answering God. but somebody has to pray first. He didn't say, "I'll answer you, then you call. But he said, "You call, I'll answer." Amen. Amen. So if you want to be healed of your affliction, if you want to get out of that desert place, that land of bitterness, there's no better way than I know than to call on your God. Didn't Brother David just sing it tonight? We cry unto our God. You have not because you ask not. And when you do ask, you really don't believe it's going to happen. It'll never happen like that. If you mix your faith with doubt, it'll never happen. It's a hybrid faith. You've got to believe God regardless of what anything says. It don't matter what the doctor says. It don't matter what anybody says. God said he heals me. Amen. 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 God begins by making you begin. The people, they complained to Moses. Moses took the complaint to his master. In all of our trials, in all of our desert places, in all of our bitter waters, the surest way to a victory is through prayer. You see, the greatest weapon that you hold in your hand tonight is the weapon of prayer the prophet of God said that prayer was more powerful than an atomic bomb. Man nor demons can stand in the presence of prayer. Matter of fact, the prophet of God said, when the weakest Christian gets on their knees to pray, all hell trembles. Huh? That means the privates, the corporals, the lieutenants, the captains, all, come on somebody, all demons tremble, all hell trembles. And the most wonderful thing about it is, as soon as you have a prayer, God has the remedy. Notice in 1525, Exodus 1525, Moses, he said, and Moses cried unto the Lord, And the Lord showed him a tree, which when he cast into the water, the waters were made sweet. There he made them a statue and an ordinance, and there he proved them. As soon as Moses cried unto God, God showed him a tree. But you know the most wonderful thing when I was studying this at 1.30 this morning and I was looking at this and it just come to me. The most wonderful thing about this is the answer to the bitterness. Think about this. The answer to the bitter water was always there. Yeah. Yeah. It was always there, Brother Dale. Right. It didn't have to show up. They didn't have to bring it in on an Amazon truck. It was always there. God, the tree had been growing there for years. Years before they ever knew they needed the tree. God done have the tree provided. Oh God, that'll make the Pope shout. The answer to their fear, the answer to your sickness, the answer to your problems was here. It was here before you ever had a problem. That's true. Wow. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Is that not true? Yes. How many thousands of years ago was this written? I am the Lord that healeth thee. Yeah. By his stripes you were healed. Past tense. Here not long ago, I was in a restaurant. And the waitress come by and said, would there be anything else? And I said, no, ma'am, just a just check. And she said, well, somebody saw you in here. Said they paid for your meal. And I said, really? She said, yes. And I said, well, let me at least leave a, leave, leave a tip. She said, no. They took care of the tip too. So if there's not anything else, you can go. That's about the way I looked. But you see, I could have done one or two things. I could have said, "Ma'am, I don't see nobody in this restaurant that I know. Are you sure you've got the right ta- Are you sure it's talking about me?" You see, that's one of the biggest problems, because there's not a person in this building. That will will say that God's not a healer. Everybody in this building will admit God is a healer. Is that not true? But where the problem is is when it comes down. But will He heal me? It always comes down to you. Yeah, God's a healer, but the doctor said it's the worst case. <laughs> Amen. So I could have said, "Ma'am, are, are you are you sure you're talking about me? I'm a nobody. I don't even know anybody in this town." Are you sure it's me? I could have looked around. I could have said, no, 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 no. Let me try to do something. See, that's always the problem. We try to do something. Yeah. Let, let me try to do something. Let, let me pay for it, you know, just, just in case. No. I said, now, wait a minute. You want me to get up and walk out that door so it go ding, 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 and you can say, he stole a steak?" <laughs> no. If you're done, get up and leave because your meal has already been paid for. And the prophet said that day at Calvary that not only was salvation paid for, but so was your healing. Your healing has already been paid for. You don't have to argue about it, debate it, try to figure out what he talking about me. He's talking about you. And all you've got to do, you don't have to pump it up, work it up. Somebody don't have to desert something over you. Listen to me. Even if they do desert something over you, that doesn't heal you. You're healed by faith. believing in what he's already done for you. Preach, brother, now. I believe I will. Amen. You see tonight. Oh, well, I've got to hurry. There's two reports before you. I told my sister this yesterday. I said, there's two reports before you. A doctor's report and Isaiah's report. Isaiah 53, by his stripes, we are healed. I said, those two reports are before you. I said, now, but what you got to understand is, That the doctors report, sometimes it's exactly right. Ain't that right, Brother Keith? You've been in medicine. I've been there when it's the correct diagnosis. Sometimes they are absolutely right, but sometimes they are absolutely wrong. Is that right, Brother Keith? Yeah. That's why it's called practicing medicine. Just in case you wondered why they call it that. So I told her, I said, you know, sometimes they're right, but sometimes they're wrong. So you don't really know, you can't anchor there because it could be, it could not be. It might be, it might not be. But Isaiah's report is yay and yay. God is not wrong sometimes and right sometimes. He is right all the time. 100 times out of 100, God will keep his word. So if you're gonna hang on a report tonight, I would hang on to Isaiah's report. By his stripes, I am healed. I hear all that, Brother Darrell, but, 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 but this problem, but this problem, Brother Darrell, this, this, but listen to me. You may not see the sweet in the bitter yet, but hold on and have faith. God works all things for the good, all things for the good to bring the sweet According to Romans 8, 28, the next time you come to your Marah, instead of panicking, instead of wanting to give up, instead of starting to miss church, instead of panicking, have faith that the God you serve is a God who will turn the bitter water to sweet for the glory of his name. In a desert place, in a desert place, God shows his greatest power. His greatest miracles comes in a desert place. You see, God chose them. God chose them to bring them to a place where they had to rely on and trust him completely. You see, we're living in the age when he's the head of the body. And the body must totally depend on the head. Oh, that's right. Yes, Your feet don't tell you to get up in the morning. Your head does. Amen. Amen. So he brings us to these places. That we trust him completely. Instead of looking to the water for life. Think about this. He didn't want them to look to the water for life. Because if they had come up and drank the water and it was sweet, they would have just went on. He didn't want them to do that. He wanted them to look to Him. Amen. Amen. Oh God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Do you trust the God tonight who delivered you? Do you trust that God to carry you through? You see, the Israelites, they didn't see water that they could drink. They didn't see the water that they could drink, but God did. God saw the sweet in the bitter. You know why? Because he provided it. It was already provided. The answer was already there. He just said, trust me. Trust me. In a desert place, God shows his greatest power. Amen. Can, can I just look at another one, right fast? In Luke nine twelve, it's the it's the five thousand that was fed, not counting the women and the children. And the Bible says, when the day began to wear away, they came the twelve and said unto Jesus, "Send the multitude away that they may go into the towns and the country and around about and lodge and get victuals, for we are here in a desert place. And that desert means a wilderness, desolate, solitary, lonely, desolate, uninhabited." We are in a desert place. These people are hungry. They're tired. They're weary. Send them away. That they can go into the villages and the towns and find some food. And Jesus said to his disciples who were in a desert place, you feed them. They had been in this place all day and had come towards the evening time. It was far spent. They were tired. They were weary. Sounds a lot like Laodicea. They were tired. They were weary. They were weary. But in this desert place, in this condition, they were fixing to see just how great their God was. (laughs) For in a desert place came a great miracle. They were tired, they were weary, they were hungry, and he fed them. The children of Israel was tired, they were weary, they were thirsty. And he gave them sweet water. Yes, you may be in your desert place. You may have arrived in the land of bitter water. But maybe you're there. Maybe you're there for your greatest miracle. Thank you. Brother Keith, maybe you're there, buddy, for your greatest miracle. Miracle. <laughs> in the desert place, in your land of Marah, why don't you do like Moses and cry unto the Lord? And let God show you the tree that's always been there. You see, this tree I'm talking about is not a tree out here in the backyard, it's not a hyssop bush. But the tree I'm talking about tonight is Calvary's tree. The answer to every problem we have is in that tree. The loneliness, the heartbreak, the weariness, the depression, the nervousness, the glaucoma, the arthritis, the diabetes, the cancer, the mental problems, the bipolarism thyroid conditions. I got a letter with sure I got a text this week from a sister that was in the meetings in Arizona back in February down in Tucson. Said, tell Brother Darrell the Lord's completely healed me. I'm completely healed. I got a handkerchief in the mail the other day from Canada. Said, Brother Darrell, here's your handkerchief back. I'm completely healed. Have no idea who it was even from. Just somebody I gave a handkerchief to. But that's our God, friends. That's the God that we serve tonight. And He wants to heal you. He... He wants to heal you a thousand times more than you want to be healed. And sometimes we come into these places, it's not because God hates us. It's so that God can show us just how great he is. Just how great he is. Amen. Amen. Calvary's tree. Every problem. The answer lays in that tree. Tis so sweet, tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. Just to take him at his word. He makes bitter waters. In the land of bitterness, he brings forth sweet water. For there at Calvary's tree, he paid the price to have the ability to turn all your bitter waters to sweet Sweet water in a bitter land. David said in Psalms 138:7, "Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thy wilt revive me. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thy will revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. in the midst of my troubles. And I walk in the midst of my troubles, he will revive me. That word revive, it means to have life. To remain alive, to sustain life, to live prosperly, to live forever, to be quickened, to be alive, to be restored of health, to have life, to continue in life, to remain alive, to sustain life, to live on, to live prosperly, amen, to be quickened from sickness, from discouragement, from faintness, from death, to restore life. In the time of my trouble, he will Restore me. Thank you. <laughs> Notice David didn't say, if I walk in the midst of trouble, but he said, though I walk. Because I promise you, friends, as long as we're here, we will have bitter lands. Amen. But ever bitter land is only an opportunity for him to take the bitter water. And turn it sweet to show you just how great he is. You see, David understands that there will be trouble. He acknowledges that there will be troubles. But he said in the midst of those troubles, he will, not could be, not maybe, but he will revive me in the time of my troubles. In the land of bitter waters. He will make my water sweet. You see, when my mama had cancer many years ago, she said something that always stayed with me. She said, Daryl. She said, Daryl, I may have cancer. But cancer does not have me. I may have troubles. I may have trials. I may have disappointments. I may have times of weariness, but they do not have me. I'm in the hand of my creator. Yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou anointest my head with wool. (laughs) the prophet said I think a lot of times today the reason we get in tight places is God wants to reveal and to show us his love I think sometimes the reason we get into tight places is God wants to reveal and to show us his love and to prove to us that he's the same God yesterday today and forever and his power is still the same Certainly, he said, he wants to show his power. God likes to manifest his power. The prophet said, maybe that's why you got sick. Maybe that's why you got sick, that he wants to show you his love. He wants to show you just how big he is. Because you see, friends, tonight, he is a wonder working God. Amen. And let me tell you tonight, there ain't nobody here, there ain't no devil, there ain't no demon that can tell me that he can't do it. Amen. I've seen cancers disappear. I've seen broken bodies healed. I've seen blinded eyes open. Have not we seen those things, friends? Have not we seen God do these things? We've seen real life resurrections. We've seen mental health restored. We've seen addicts delivered. Don't you tell me he can't do it. Don't nobody here tell me he can't do it. Don't nobody here tell me my problem is bigger than my God. That ain't true ain't nobody here can tell me he can't do it i've seen addicts delivered i've seen families restored i've seen prodigals returned. don't you tell me he can't do it my god can do it tonight hallelujah i've seen glaucoma disappear come on somebody i've seen skin rashes leave people's bodies amen i've seen the lame get up out of a wheelchair and walk the God I serve tonight. Don't you tell me he can't do it. He takes the bitter land. He takes the desert places and makes the water sweet. Can you say tonight yes my God can. Yes he can. He can heal me. He can deliver me. He can restore me. He can revive me. He can keep me. Come on, somebody. That's the God we serve tonight. There is no God like our God. He hears your prayer. He sees your tears. You can call upon him, and he will answer you. Don't you tell me he can't do it. Don't you tell me he can't do it. I say tonight, we say he can do it. Can someone tonight stand up and testify he can do it? Can you stand up tonight and testify he can do it? I was anybody here been healed? Anybody here been delivered? Anybody here, hallelujah. Anybody here been lifted out of addicts? Anybody here delivered of alcohol? Anybody here ever been delivered of arthritis? Come on, somebody. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. And if he's done it one time, he can do it every time. Amen. Why don't you give him praise tonight? Why don't you just thank him tonight? Are you a miracle? Has he done a miracle for you? Then why don't you let the devil know? Why don't you tell the devil tonight? Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Yes, he has. And yes, he will. Brothers, sisters come tonight. Hallelujah. That's the God we serve tonight. That's the God we serve tonight. Don't you tell me, oh, somebody, one of these Church of Christ people tried to tell me God don't heal no more, Wanted to debate with me that God no longer heals. I said, if your God's so puny, he can't heal, I'm sorry, but my God still heals. I said, my God's not puny. My God's not lost his faith. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Oh, if Brother Brandon was here, let me tell you, Jesus Christ is here tonight. The one who sent the prophet is among us tonight. And if you've done it through the prophet, he can do it through you. They shall lay their hands upon the sick, and they shall recover. We are the body of Christ on the earth today, fulfilling his ministry. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Don't you tell me he can't do it. Won't you tell me, he can't do it. I've seen cancers disappear right out of people's ears. I've seen sisters testify in Nicaragua, cancers disappeared off their chest in the service. Down in Kentucky, sisters testify, cancers disappeared off their bodies. Arizona, Cottonwood, Arizona, Cancer disappeared, went home, took the blouse off to put ointment on this tumor that was on her chest and it was gone. That's the God that we serve tonight. That's the God we serve tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't you tell me he can't do it. Don't you tell me he can't do it. He can. We say, yes, he can. Yes, he can. Do you love him tonight? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus, tonight. Isn't he wonderful, friends? Amen. Why would I worry when giants come calling my name? Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. My God is so much bigger than troubles I face. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and why would I hunger for power or riches or
1: fame?
0: My God is so much better
1: than all of these
0: things. So I won't be shaken, I won't be moved. My God is faithful, His promise is true. So I'll speak to the mountains, tell them it's time to move. Cause my God is bigger, better, stronger, greater than you My enemies scatter cause they know the battle is won Oh, my God is stronger, the victory's already won He died for my ransom rose up on the third day cause my God is greater than death hell and the grave. so I won't be shaken
1: I won't be moved my God is Faithful,
0: his promises. So I'll speak to this mountain, tell him it's time to Cause my God is bigger, better, stronger, greater than. Oh, I like that first verse again. Why would I worry when giants come calling my name? My God is so much bigger than troubles I face Oh why would I hunger for power, riches or fame? 'Cause my God is so much better than all of these things, so I won't be shaken.
1: I won't be. Oh Lord.
0: My God is faithful. Yes, You are, Lord. Yes, You are, Lord. He promises true. I'm gonna speak. Mountain Telling you've got to move Cause my God is bigger, better, stronger, greater than you Hallelujah Do you believe that tonight, friends? Oh, if you're facing that giant tonight If you're facing that mountain tonight Maybe your trial might be as great as someone else's, but let me tell you, whether it's the greatest trial in the church, whether it's the the bitterest water in the church, or whether it might be so little to someone else, God is still concerned. No matter how big, how little your problem is, God cares tonight. He cares. And if you're here, and you have a need tonight, and you believe that your God is able I want you to come tonight as we sing it again. I want you to come in front. We're going to have one mass prayer for everybody that's, that's, that's in this desolate place, that's in this desert place tonight. As you see no way out. and The doctor's report's been so bad, or you've been battling this back trouble, and you've been battling this sugar, and you've been battling whatever it is, this leukemia, whatever it is that you're battling tonight. Thyroid trouble, high blood, low blood. As I said many times, no blood. I want you to come tonight. And I want you to speak to that mountain and I want you to tell it you've got to move because my God is bigger, better, stronger, greater than you. There ain't no mountain high enough. There ain't no valley low enough that'll stop our God from coming to those who call on his name tonight. And if you believe that God's your healer, if you believe he can take that bitter problem and give you sweet water tonight, I want you to come. Would you come as we sing it again? Amen. Oh, why would I worry? when giants come calling my name. My God is so much bigger than troubles I face. Oh, why would I hunger for power or riches or fame? Cause my God is so much better than all of these things, so I'll not be
1: shaken,
0: I'll not be broken. my God is faithful his promises. So I'll speak to the mountain, tell it God to me. Because my God is bigger, better, stronger, greater than
1: you.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just keep playing that brother and I your software. Amen he believes that tonight but there is no god like our god and when your backs against the wall and there seems no way out we have a gate called praise and you can open that gate and step through it into his presence for the bible said our god inhabits the praise of his people tonight amen and when you're in that deep valley you can praise your hurt away Maybe you've been scarred, maybe you've been hurt. But he can heal those scars tonight. There is no god like our god. Maybe he's brought you to this place that you're at right now. Maybe you're even thinking of, you know, I, maybe I should just walk away, maybe it ain't for me, maybe maybe you've been battling that. But I want you to understand tonight maybe he's brought you to this place just so he can show you this is how much i love you this is how much i love you if you was the only one ever sick in the history of humanity i would have took the stripes on my back for your healing if you was the only person that was ever lost in the entire history i would have stretched forth my hands on that tree that you could go free You see, friend, Barabbas in the prison house. Do you know his name means son of the father? His first name was actually Jesus Barabbas. He was Jesus, son of the father. And there that day, he said, what shall we release unto you, Jesus of Nazareth or Jesus Barabbas? And you see, Jesus said, father, let him have Barabbas. They cried for his blood. They said, Let him have Barabbas because Jesus knew the only way that Jesus Barabbas could become Jesus, Jesus would have to become Jesus. He took his place so that he could take, he took your place so that you could take his place tonight. He became me that I might become him. That's how much he loved you tonight. And we're going to pray. And I want you to lay hands on one another. And we're going to pray as believers. That person standing beside you, you don't know what they're facing. I don't know what they're facing. But he knows tonight. We're going to speak to these mountains. Someone on your mind tonight, maybe you don't have a need, but maybe, maybe someone, Sister Erica, maybe my sister Judy, maybe someone else that's battling cancer in another state. Whatever the need would be tonight if they come on your heart, lift them up before the throne of god will you just lift them up tonight will you help me pray now just lay hands on one another heavenly father lord we stand here tonight in these people lord god some of their needs i know because they've texted me they told me others i don't lord but i don't have to because i know that you do and god they're my brothers they're my sisters tonight and god i come before your throne on their behalf and i ask you tonight lord in this desert place that they're in let this be the time of a miracle let this be the time that they see just how great you are may they see tonight just how much you love them lord that you take that bitterness and make it sweet that you take that health problem that's tormented them and deliver them from it that they could go free That their blood sugar would come back normal that that blood pressure would come back normal that that glaucoma would leave off their eyes that they could read their bible again oh god that that pain in their legs that they could walk into the house of god and stand and give you praise oh god we ask these things tonight on behalf of our brothers and our sisters god those that are battling cancer god Those, dear God, that are in dire straits and maybe they're at their wit's end and they don't know what to do. But, oh, God, may this be the night, God, that the bitter water turns sweet right there where they're at, Lord. May they drink in of your goodness. May they drink in of your mercy, your healing virtue tonight. For, Father God, every enemy, every enemy is under our feet tonight. Oh, Father, we stand here as the army of god tonight and we come against our enemy satan in the name of jesus tonight and we draw our sword of the word and our shield of faith tonight and we go to the heart of our enemy and say take your hands off my brother take your hands off my sister tonight i come in the name of the lord god who cannot fail who's never lost the battle my healer my sustainer And I say, loose them and let them go. In the name of Jesus Christ, Satan, I rebuke you tonight. You're defeated. My Lord defeated you at Calvary. You have no hold on the people. Your lives have been exposed. We're coming from the desert into the sweetness of the Spirit. Drinking from the fountain of life. Revived, restored, renewed. Strengthened by the power of Almighty God our enemy scatters before us because they know the battle is already won we're the army that cannot be defeated we are an undefeatable army tonight and we stand here under our captain the Lord Jesus and we break the ranks of the enemy tonight we break the barriers tonight in the name of Jesus Christ Let these days leave the people for the glory of God for the glory of God amen Amen. I will not be shaken. I will not be moved. Hallelujah. My God is faithful. His promises are true. I receive it tonight. I receive my healing in the name of Jesus Christ. I receive my deliverance in the name of Jesus Christ. I receive my victory tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, let this burden lift off of me. this head lift left off to me tonight as I raise my hands in freedom I am free for whom the Son hath made free is free indeed oh hallelujah lift your hands tonight and praise him lift your hands tonight and receive it in the name of Jesus Christ for the glory of God for the glory of God hallelujah hallelujah I'm free I'm free I'm free i'm free the blood of the lamb has loosed me he's let me go free tonight in jesus name in jesus name hallelujah 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 do you receive it tonight do you believe it tonight then thank you for it boy brother Dow, i didn't feel nothing he never said did you feel it but he did say did you believe it tonight do you believe what he's told you to be the truth? Do you believe that tonight, that the word, the scriptures, the things, do you believe it's God's word tonight? Then receive it for yourself. He sent it for you. He sent it for you tonight. It's your roadmap. We're on our way to the promised land. We're not going down, we're going up. We're not defeated, we are overcomers. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Our God creates win win situations. We're a winner either way. That's the God we serve tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've seen diabetic ulcers healed. Don't you tell me he can't do it. I've seen glaucoma lifted off people's eyes. Don't you tell me he can't do it. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 I've seen heart trouble disappear. I've seen blocked arteries open up that even the doctor comes and says, We don't understand it. We had him prepped for surgery. And when we looked with a heart calf, they were completely open. Don't you tell me God can't do it. Don't you tell me God can't open arteries. Hallelujah. Don't you tell me my God can't do it. There's nothing that he can't do tonight. Amen and amen. Do you love him? Hallelujah. God bless you, Saints, tonight. Let's sing it again as Brother Aaron comes. Amen. Amen. Just go believe it. Go testifying of His goodness, of His mercy, and of His grace. Why would I worry when giants come calling my name? My God is so much bigger than troubles I face. why would I hunger for power or riches or faith cause my God is so much better than all of these things. so I won't be shaken I won't My God is faithful, His promise is true. So I'll speak to the mountain, tell him it's up to you. My God is bigger, better, stronger. My enemies scattered Cause they know the battle is done Oh, my God is stronger The victory's already won Oh, he died for my ransom Rosa. up My God is greater than death, hell and the grave,
1: so I won't be shamed. is bigger better stronger greater than you so i won't be shaken i won't be moved just singing as you're dismissed tonight my god is faithful this promise is true to the mountain, it's time to move, cause my God is bigger, better, stronger, greater than you, so I won't be shaken. is faithful his promise is true I speak to the man Shaken, I won't be moved. My God is faithful; His promise is true. I speak to the man. is big. God is bigger, better, stronger, and greater than you. So I won't be shaken.